Tonight I would like to speak about something and, and I will be asking you for your help. There is uh, a book that was written in Italy a long time ago by a person whose name was Dante Alighieri and the book itself is entitled La Divina Commedia, The Divine Comedy. So in that book at some point there's a chapter that is called L'Inferno and what that means is, does anyone know? Hell. Anybody ever been in hell? Yes. Just one? <laughs> so many of us find ourselves in hell at times and also in heaven. But what it says at the beginning of that chapter when Dante describes the entrance to hell there is a sign above the portal that goes into hell. Does anyone remember what it says? Yeah. Voi che entrate, lasciate ogni speranza. So those who enter are Old let all hope go. Now, what could that have to do anything with a talk about Zen, about Buddhism, about spiritual practice? In fact, it has a lot to do with it. Not so much the part of hell. But that sign is very important. It could be right there above the door that leads us into what we call life. Well, incidentally, if you go to hell, you still must be alive, otherwise you wouldn't feel anything. So there are no corpses there. They are living creatures that experience the torments of hell. In heaven they are living creatures who experience the wonderful things of heaven. But letting go of all hope, what does that really mean? Why could we say the same thing is what Buddhism tries to teach us? Why should we let all hope go? When we engage in Zazen, in our breathing, we connect beyond what we call the present, beyond the idea of a moment. We start to meet 
things as they are. And when we experience things as they are, that means not more and not less than we just see the things, experience them as they are, without taking away what we add or adding something that's not there. I know that sounds very much like Zen. So not adding, not taking away from what is right here in front of our noses, in front of our very consciousness, in front of our existence, meeting that what is. In Buddhism, when we have that experience, then what we see, hear, experience is called suchness. Suchness or tatata in Sanskrit. Sometimes also called dharmata. Shinyo in Japanese. Meeting things as they are. And when we meet things as they are, how are they? Such. Just such. They are just thus. This is how it is. As soon as we start putting up the scale of pro and con, of comparison with past and future, things are not just as they are. They already are meddled in our experience because we engage in that activity of adding or subtracting, of objectifying and subjectifying at the same time. But if we experience things as they are, there is no room for anything else than this, just this. And it can't be described. As soon as we try to measure, we will be off. In Zen koans, it often says, if you open your mouth to answer, you have already failed. There is nothing that you can say about it. However, just sitting there and not saying anything is not the right thing either. Suchness, as it is. And that means there is no room for hope. Hope always means I want to be somewhere else than where I am. I hope this ends soon. I hope to get rich soon. I hope I can forget about my past. Those are all hopes that point away from that what is. 
Now, of course, it is true. There are some exigencies of life. You have to take care of your bank account. You have to see how much money will I have in three weeks. Those are activities we have to engage in. But they are different again. They are very practical. And they don't need any hoping to be somewhere else than where you are right now. Suchness comes in many different flavors and it never repeats. Even though we wake up in the morning and we find after we wake up our own often our own crappy old self. Even though we think, ah, it's me again. And all the parts of myself that we don't like. It is not. There is no repeat. There is no repeat of anything. Things are just as they are at the very moment and not different. We should have that sign over the Zendo. All who enter, leave your hopes behind. Means also leave your fears behind. Check yourself, your little self, right out here. Don't bring it in. Don't bring it in if it's a fixated object, an idea, an identity. Selfhood is something that is experienced from an I am point of view. In the experience of things as they are, there is no fear. Because there's nothing to fear. They couldn't be any different than they are. There is no doubt. Because what is, is right there. Right And there's no hesitation to accept it or to reject it, because neither acceptance nor rejection, neither reaction are possible. Just as it is. Now let's turn this a little bit to the practical side. So what does it mean to us here in Zazen when we are sitting here? Our legs might fall asleep. Our knees might hurt. Our cell phone might go off. Or a million other things could happen. Our practice at this moment is to just be with it. 
no avoidance, no resistance. Oh, I, this hurts so much. I, I wish I were home. Our thoughts might take us away, which is nothing else than not experiencing suchness. As soon as we start thinking, we're being taken away into a different kind of dimension of existence that is not anywhere close to that what is. Again, this doesn't mean you don't use thinking where it is important to think. Let's go back to the example of your bank account. You most certainly want to think about what are these deposits? What are these withdrawals? Do I have enough money to pay my bills? That's where thinking belongs. But when you sit down to experience life, to just completely be there, at the very pulse of where it emerges, at the very spot where it is and from which it vanishes, then there's no time for thinking, no time for hope, for fear, for doubt, for hesitation, for like or dislike. Think of it as riding a mountain bike down a mountain, a steep mountain, with no brakes. You see the trees coming, you see the boulders, Maybe the only thing you can do is yell and, and finally you come to the bottom of the mountain. And you go and this thinking comes in. Oh man, that was intense. But that's how it is. That is the true experience of things as they are. You don't need a mountain bike without brakes. Your life has plenty of steep hillsides that you have to go down and you have to completely give yourself to the activity that happens right there. Or certainly you will fall out of it, tumble down. But even if you tumble, guess what? That's just it. This is just it. Have I done something wrong? Did I lose control? As soon as you think that you have control, already we are off the path the very moment the now beyond now just this
If you add, you turn it into hell or heaven. Or you completely disengage and think about something else. If you take away from it by not wanting to see how it is because it doesn't fit into your plans of how your life is supposed to go or how things are supposed to work out, again, you are not seeing things as they are. Whenever we are off like that, the sitting down and doing zazen, the returning to this very breath, this very activity that is us, allows us to find back that home, that home that itself always is in motion. That home that if we come to it, disappears with us and reappears with us over and over again. Voi centrate, lasciate omni speranza. You who enter, let all hope go. <laughs>